I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I get it down for my grandfather who took my mama, made a seat in that seat where white folks ain't want us to eat. At the tender age of six, she was arrested for the sit-in. With that in my blood, I was born to be different. Yo, it's the Black Guy Tips podcast with your host Rod and Karen. And we're back for, well, actually, this will be our second time recording this shit. Yeah. But nobody knows. No. It's like the lost podcast and shit. Um, it was the lost podcast. We got a couple people on the line via Skype, um, and we're talking about the NBA. We're going to talk about the Southwest Division today. Um, first, let me introduce you to, you know, of course, who you guys all know. I mean, everybody on the internet already knows Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood Larry and host of Yeah Right Radio. Say what's up, to people. What's happening, baby? It's Hot Beats Gang. Checking me What's going on? All right. And then we also have Chick Fingers. If you follow her on Twitter, Chick Fingers. You know what I'm saying? Please say the but, MD. <laughs> <laughs> we went over that last time. Yeah, man. Come on. We had special rehearsal. Um, but, but don't forget, it is spelled with an A and a Z. You know what I'm saying? So you got a little bit of, it's a little hood, but it, but it's Chick Figures MD. And, uh, she, she writes a blog called nextgotnext.net. Just look, look that up online. Try saying that shit 10 times in a row. It's, yeah. So how you doing, Chick? I was. Oh, it's good. I mean, I don't know. I'm like Twitter's best kept secret right here. Almost famous. <laughs> <laughs> and we Almost not famous. And we don't know how long we're going to have her for, but um, we definitely want her to be a part of this because the first one she was on, it was classic. And we actually talked about It was crazy. Um, <laughs> so um, let's get uh, it. I wish we could have shared that with the world. Let's give everybody the information. Um, don't forget, you can search for... The Black Guy Who Tips on iTunes, Facebook, and Podomatic. Yes, you can. You know what I'm saying? And then just give, leave us a review or a comment. You can call the show, 704-557-0186. Mm-hmm. And most importantly, don't forget the unofficial sport of the podcast is... Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme. That's right. And the official weapon of the podcast is... The Taser. All right, so let's I go want, ahead. I want to buy a Taser and actually... Cut out some stuff and glue our name across it so we can officially have a black guy who tips Chase. <laughs> that would be so cool, man. Put a new logo on it. Logo. Right. As long as that shit don't get used in a crime, I ain't trying to get shit chased back to me. <laughs> so I'll tell you exactly who did that shit. It was the black guy who tips. <laughs> That's what they on the side. And you know, it's going to be easy to find because there's only 22 of us in America. So I think all we got to do is figure out the vicinity in which this. This, this uh, taser was used. All right, yeah, so um, and it'd be it'd be well, right. to uh, find us because they know black people don't tip. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> it's the perfect crime though because they they'll never believe it. I know we'll be the first on the list. <laughs> All right, man. So we're here to talk about the Southwest Division of the NBA this year. Um, I actually looked up the standards from last year just so I could kind of get a gauge of. How good you things were. You know what I'm saying? I did a little research. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> and, um, basically, man, the, the teams in this division, Dallas Mavericks, they finished first in the division, in the division last year. Uh, San Antonio Spurs, uh, a.k.a. them old niggas. 
The Houston Rockets. That's, uh, that's, the, that's the old squad at the gym. Yeah, they the old dudes at the gym. No, 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 <laughs> No coincidence that colors are black and gray. Just throwing that out. <laughs> to match their hair. <laughs> the uh, Houston Rockets are in this division, which is Larian's favorite team. Yes, sir. I'm sorry about that, man. I'm sorry. Nah, I know, right? He know I got Aaron Brooks in my fantasy league. He doing yeah. it. No, not Aaron Brooks. I got uh, Kevin Kevin Martin. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He ten years old. Uh, Memphis Grizzlies, <laughs> and then uh, the t- the interesting team to hear, and I, we'll start at the bottom and work our way up. The interesting team to me is actually the New Orleans Hornets. True, because yeah. they actually they finished. Yeah, they got a reason. You know what I'm saying? Young Reezy in the build. Interesting pickup for them. They already had pieces, and they just picked up another young, you know, versatile guy who didn't belong in Houston. Yeah, he didn't. He never fit in Houston. Larry, as a Houston Rockets fan, man, what did you think about when y'all had a reason that signing and um, here? I was I was upset about signing in the first place because um, I heard Larry like immediately. I knew he was a product of that triangle offer, dog. I'm like, even then, I was like, his numbers weren't that impressive for the money. What the? No, no, no. He was a product of he was a product of we have Kobe and we don't have to think about you, Trevor. You have wide open jumpers, but keep going. Right. And even he's a good hustle guy. Don't get me wrong. Trevor Reeves is a great person to have on, on your team. He's the right Every team needs right one. But not a not, 55 uh, million guy. Yeah, he's he, he getting six million this year. I don't want to pay Trevor Reeves six million. Yeah, I mean that dude. That dude does make a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? But the other thing about Ariza is I just never liked his skill set for anything more than what he was doing in L.A. Like, he's not a franchise player. He's not really. Right. Like, but he'll be good with Chris Paul or somebody like that taking the focus off of him. But I don't see him as a dude that can carry your team. But do you well, got more mean, rings than Ariza, though? Uh, no. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. But that's the point. They got happy. They see those rings and they go, this guy can get us a ring. Adam Morrison got rings. So. Yep. And somehow he's but, I mean, you, you look at you look at what they got in New Orleans, and he's not going to even be considered the, the number two option, anyways. You're still going to go to David West, who's who's mad slept on. He's very much underrated and slept on. Yeah, he's no doubt. Oh, uh, you know he's my age, so. All right, now at this time I'm gonna add Jackie into the conversation. Let me get her on the line real quick, uh, cause uh, I wanted to have her on, and we was kind of having some difficulties, but. Alright, 
<laughs> this is the most gangster podcast of all time. <laughs> what? On the street. Oh, what? In the buses. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I added Jackie no, to the conversation. It's 3G. Call myself. <laughs> what? I'm high. I'm I added Jackie to the conversation. She has her own website. It's called thatsportsbabe.com. And um, I actually only know her through Twitter and through, uh, I think I heard her calling to the Bomani Jones, the Morning Jones show once. Jackie, can you hear us? You on with us? No. I thought she was there. Is she there? She she is not if you start talking shit about her i bet you she come on like, oh yeah <laughs> well i guess she has two legs i guess you still have it and all sorts of struggles she came in the podcast hollering like black women do <laughs> mad noise <laughs> i'm gonna catch up for that shit i'm kidding black women i love y'all hollering at you <laughs> wouldn't have it any other way my mama hollered at me racist Jackie, Jackie not even Jackie not even black, man. She white. She just loves. Oh, go in, go in, and go in. She owe me. Go in. She owe us all. Go in. Well, I got her. I have her on. Oh, let's talk about. Uh, are we talking about Utah yet? Speaking of white people. Oh, no, Utah kind of black now. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, uh, I got her on, man. Jackie, if you can hear us, just chime in whenever you get ready to. Um, Does she have her stuff muted? Maybe by mistake. She may have. I don't know. She like she might not be able to hear us. Oh no no! I muted myself out. That that's what happened on that. Yeah, it you went were out. talking. No, I'm saying it might have. Her, you were talking your ass off, wasn't you? <laughs> Let's go ahead and move on. Yeah, go ahead, right? Let's go ahead and move on until uh, till we can get her on. But um, no, I mean that's how, that's how you can tell when you're on hold when you're just doing mad talking and nobody's saying anything to you. <laughs> like oh. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. If you if you talking right now, Jackie, you definitely on mute. We can't yeah, hear you. Uh, not a thing. Um, now, as far as uh, as far as getting back to the Hornets, Chris Paul, do y'all hey, on mute? Maybe that might been it. Oh, oh there she is. Hey, yep, yep. I'm I'm sorry, y'all. I actually was that was completely my bad. Come here, that. I it's alright. This is the most. I don't know. This is the most hood podcast of all time, so don't even worry about it. We already <laughs> had transit in mass transit involved in the podcast. We had people, you know, talking real greasy about uh, Trevor Ariza. Yeah. So don't worry about it. Um, let me plug. And black women. And yeah, we had somebody say some bad stuff about black women, so this is already off to a great start. Um Jackie, your website is the sportsbabe.com or that sportsbabe.com, is that right? Yep, that sportsbabe.com. Alright, now and you you typically talk about Bo- the Boston Celtics, right? No, that is that would be my uh, former partner, John Corrales. No, it is uh, we just talk basketball in general. He likes to talk about the Boston Celtics because that runs his entire life. But you know, I'm a little bit more um, a little bit more well-rounded than him. He's all things Boston, so he doesn't really have any ability to speak outside of that little world that he's boxed himself into. But. Uh, so let me ask you this: When back in the day, like, because I noticed the things you used to retweet from my timeline uh, on Twitter at Rodimus Prime. Funny shit. It would always be when I said fucked up shit about the Celtics too. <laughs> <laughs> now was that? <laughs> Is that because you don't like the Celtics, or do you like the Celtics too? 
I'm a Lakers girl, yo. I'm a Lakers girl. Ah, I'm glad okay. now. Their beats. That's why. You know what? That's why uh, Kraus and I were so uh, such good partners for uh, such a long time. Is because he's so Boston and I'm so LA. It's like East Coast meets West Coast. It's kind of like a hip hop rivalry in front of Muck on the basketball court. So, okay. yeah, so, no, so I like, he's in middle. Is what you're saying. So you're saying your, your former partner's dead now, and so that means you got like a year then. Because I remember how this East Coast West Coast beat played out last time. First one up, pop, yeah. and then like a year later was Biggie. So <laughs> <laughs> enjoy your last uh, eleven I'm, months. I'm like, <laughs> oh, you broke up a little bit. Say that again, Jackie. And so I'm like Tupac, he's like Biggie. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be like Shug. I want to be like Shug and live through all this shit. So I saw Shug ago. I ran into that fool. He like he like punched me up on the shoulder and I turned around like, hey, how you doing? What's going on, yo? Didn't even know he actually knew who I was. He at the Laker game a bunch of times. He's like, I'm always seeing you at the Laker game. We're coming up on season. I'm like. Okay, so that happened. So <laughs> Knight just punched me. My friend who I was with was like, yo, that was Shug Knight, wasn't it? I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, that's a little scary. So, he's a little scary. He's a scary dude. Alright, so what we're doing, we're talking about the Southwest Division today. And we just started talking about the New Orleans Hornets for a couple minutes. Um, and I, a chick dropped yes. off, but I added her back. Uh, can you hear us, chick? Is she there? Mm-mm. No? Um, Alright, I got to call her again. But, um, yeah, so basically, we've talked about uh, Trevor Reza being there. Now, the question I have is, do you guys think Chris Paul ends the season in New Orleans? Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't think... Yeah, what I don't up? see, any, I don't see any situation where they let him go. Um, because... What are you talking about? What could you possibly Paul. get Chris Paul? Why did they let him go? You talking about trade? Yeah, no, we're saying he wants out of there, right? Where are you going? You're not uh, getting equal value. No, you no one ever gets equal value, but it's his last year, his deal. So you either get nothing. Yeah, yeah. You resign him. Or you trade. It's kind of like the mellow mania. Like, where you know, what do you do with the whole situation? It's sort of like the mellow thing all over again. Yeah. So basically, that's the question. How much a nice seat? Yeah, yeah. Either. All right. I About think in both of those situations, yeah. uh-huh. that you're going to end up, both of those guys are going to end up um, kind of stuck, man. Unless they end up in a situation where, where you're talking about them getting traded and, uh, and, uh, and then just moving on next year. Because they both have situations that they specifically want to go to. So right. that's going to be an issue. It's like, okay, you want, Melo wants to go to New York. Well, what can New York possibly offer Denver in return? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. And both and, and both of these guys not going either. I mean, don't even get me started on this NBA super friend shit. Like, you know, I'm not here <laughs> to watch. No, I'm not here to. At the end of the day, and I'm not a businessman, but it's, a, you know, Texas, whoever. Somebody pays for these niggas when you buy jerseys and you watch games and revenue. That's what pays their contract. I'm sorry if you're unhappy with your $150 million. And you getting paid to play basketball, to play a game that I would love to just do all the time, although I can't dunk from the free throw line. Mm-hmm. Uh, neither can anybody besides James White right now. But I'm tired of, you know, the whole argument is that these guys just want to go and buddy up with their friends. Right. And when you make $20 million a year, like, I understand everybody has a right to be happy. But it's also, you know, you're an athlete. This is your, this is your job. You know what I'm saying? If you worked at fucking 
McDonald's and your boy got transferred to, I don't know, Burger King, as if they're all aligned, you can't be like, man, I really want to be a Burger King now, and until you do it, I'll flip burgers, I'll flip burgers, but I'm going to wear my hat on backwards. Like, you can't. Color that with the same lens of, now you don't work at McDonald's. Now you do whatever the fuck you want. You fly airplanes all day, and you make $20 million. I'm sorry, but, I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the point on what you think Chris Paul's going? Yeah. Jackie. Are we muted again, Jackie? Excuse me. Yeah, you want to it's gonna go, you know. I, I've had this conversation with multiple athletes and um, actual multiple writers as well. <laughs> I'm a little fancy. Um, what I would like to see happen is, um, you know, Devin Harris is getting a little old. I think Devin Harris and a couple of those young guys, they transfer him, like transfer him slash trade, right. trade him, de- trade down North New Orleans and get Chris Paul up there, and then they get. They get Kevin Love over there, and they put him against the Brooke Lopez four five. You got a major, major contender next year with that. Are you talking about we take we take Paul, not Melo? I love you. That's that's excellent. Yes, Paul. Now I'll, I'll trade for Paul, yeah. not Melo. Yeah, that's the yeah. thing. The, the main thing with um, the main thing with Chris Paul though that I'm that I'm, I'm looking at the main thing with Chris Paul is I don't think that if I'm a GM, I'm gonna let Chris Paul walk. I have I have to move him before the end of the year. I, it, it, even if I get back pennies on the dollar, it's better than just trying to keep him and then losing because that's the franchise. Chris Paul is well, gone. Here's the, here's the thing with that, but the only problem with that is the fact that with the you know obviously with the buying of the team, yeah. they've obviously got issues now. You know that that shit's written into the contract that he ain't gonna leave because he, nobody's gonna buy that franchise for X Y Z amount of money without the fact that him being still on the roster. So right. until that deal is finalized. He's stuck where he is, period, end of story, or that deal goes away. Right. So, yeah, and, and unless, you know, the person who is buying the franchise, you know, agrees and gets last say on on whoever, you know, it is, is replacing him, then that, that there's going to be no deal that will happen. Well, let period. me let me put, so let me, let everything, me. Hinges, everything hinges on the on the contract of what, you know, to buy the one. I'm sorry, it's 434-6-F. All right, well, let me put it like this, though. Yeah. If if you if your if your deal is contingent on Chris Paul, then you're, if you're buying New Orleans, if you're buying the Hornets, you already lost because he's probably not resigning. <laughs> you already lost. So you already you lost. Can I ask like, a quick question? Though? Right. If you if, go ahead. Chick, go ahead. You got oh, me. You got. It. I got a quick it. question because you 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 posed something that I thought was really interesting. Um, and I don't know if that's something that you know you were just fantasizing about, or since you got your ears to the streets, you talked to the players. Let me know the whole idea for Paul and Harris. Is that something that's out there, or is that just you know something you? That's speculation. Just speculation. Because that's, I think that's that, not really I think that, um, you know, yeah. has got his hands in the whole thing, so as of now, oh, that's just a little oh, bit yeah. messy. Okay, well, I, I guess I'll leave, that, I'll leave that alone because I think we're talking about the next uh, next week, and I'm going to actually blog on my post about why I don't want Melo. But I think the Paul thing is really intriguing, and I think that's a better I think that's a better pick because I think we we got enough scoring, and Terrace Will can become a guy, and we got Lopez. Paul will really take us to the next level. But uh, so go ahead, um, go ahead, Larry. Where do you live? Uh-oh. <laughs> Yeah, you in Jersey, right? 
She lives in Jersey. Yeah, I, I live in Jersey. I cheer for the home teams. Oh, perfect. Okay. Okay, so I think it was speaking the truth to somebody. I'm sorry. I said I'm speaking the truth to somebody who relate to that. Oh, um, um, absolutely. I, I cheer for the home team, but you know we'll get into that. We'll get we'll get into that next week. I don't want to get the other team short trip. Yeah. You were saying something, Larry? Oh, um, nah. I was I was just saying I think you, you hit a uh, point in point, Rod, in that if you if you buying if you buying the Hornets, I think you accept that already. Right. One or the other, you're not getting Chris Paul. Right. They already know that. I think whoever's trying to buy this franchise is trying to get it low anyways and then just be able Because I'm looking at the rest of this roster. Who cares? It is right. a roster for <laughs> who gives a fuck. Willie <laughs> Green. I mean, Pops, Mr. Bonsu. Come on, Mecca Okafor heard that. And the other thing with Chris Paul is Mitchell Mecca. is it's injury. I don't trust Chris Paul. I'm 100 with you. Take his ass to the next. I want him on my team. Because he hasn't proven to me he can stand up. I'm it's telling you, when it comes, especially in the NBA, when, and we know this, all of us are NBA fans, injuries tend to follow players oh. their whole career. Oh. And I just feel like Chris Paul is one of those guys. Okay, well, he hasn't been injured yeah. enough, though, over his career. He, it's not like he's Greg Oden or Sean Livingston. He's had a short career. He's been, well, hold on, let me, let me, hey, let me chime in with some facts real quick. First of all, he's been, he's been playing five years. He's been playing, this yeah. Alright, the first, the first year he played 78 games, then 64, then 80, then 78, and now he got hurt, uh, last year he played 45. So I wouldn't really consider that injury play. I wouldn't consider that injury play. That was his what though, but what did he hurt? What did he hurt last year? I believe it was his knee. Is I'm, I'm scared of a knee on the point guard. I'm sorry. In basketball, I'm scared of a knee, dog. That's just just had 25, 75 the other day. How much you feel more comfortable with an elbow? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, knee surgery and missed half the fucking year. He just had 25, and that game is Well, people get, people get hurt, though, Larry. And, like, that's part of the game. And it's uh, uh, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't use that to say he's injury prone, though. He's not injury prone, but Jordan flew out of ACL and came back. 63. The Baron, Baron Davis. Yeah, you know, that's true. Baron, Baron Davis, Davis Jason Kidd. Like, knee, knees getting hurt, that's part of basketball, but uh, I wouldn't use it to say he's injury played. I would have to see that happen a couple more times yeah, before I. Injury played is y'all yeah. Like, if you don't talk about injuries, he get injuries and he's out. Now, but this is what I would say about. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing I got about Chris Paul though. Is if he's not happy in New Orleans, I'll probably trade him even with the sale of the team because they let, I don't know if it's even legal for the new owner to come in and say, Chris Paul, you have to re-sign with the team or I'm not going to buy it. And if, and if they did, what's his incentive to stay? He, he could give a fuck. It, like, he's out one way to But it's not unusual. I mean, he can, he can do whatever he wants. Right, but but what's Chris it's Paul? It's good for him to ask, but it's not exactly like it's, it's you know, first of all, reasonable or right. ethical. Right. Ethical. Man, he ain't staying in New Orleans. Yeah, he gone, man. So let's move on to another team, because basically, man, I don't think Chris Paul's going to be there at the end of this year. But we'll see what well, happens. Unless they, unless they start building some people around him and he starts more of his, his, his voice being heard in terms of, this is who I want, sort of Kobe style, like, this is who I want to make to see this thing, how the whole thing happen. Then, and otherwise, he's gone. I guess. All right. Yeah. So let's move on. Check it out. Check it out. Before y'all get to the next team, I got to bounce. I'll catch y'all. All right. Peace, chick. All right. Good looking out. Yep.
All right, man. So y'all say goodbye to the New Jersey public transit system. Uh, while we go on, we're going to move on up the list. Uh, <laughs> the Memphis Grizzlies are next, man. And this team is so hood. But I've watched them play a bunch. And I, I like watching them play, though. Too. I love watching them at Summer League. I did a couple interviews and one with Hashim Thabit and um, with Cruz Vasquez. I love those kids. They're great. They're, you know, I always say that the, the Grizzlies Lakers game is a trap game every season. And somebody just called me from uh, Legacy Stadium over at the Venetian and was like, "Yeah, should I bet on the halftime line? You know, for them." Lakers to cover the spread or something at the halftime line. I go, did we know every year that this is a trap game and you know they're going to get lazy? So Memphis comes on strong in the first half every single time and the Lakers come on strong in the second half. I wouldn't be betting the Lakers be covering no spread on nothing on the first half of that Memphis game. you got to be kidding me. Don't say I didn't tell you so if you bet a lot of money. And he ended up doing it anyway and I'm like, alright, yeah, I'm going to be hearing from you later, I'm sure. <laughs> now the big news with the Grizzlies today is that they just gave Mike Conley $40 million. What the, fuck, what the fuck kind of money? Like, that's like Rudy Gay money. I don't know what the hell's going on over there, man. They better stop, like, people need to stop handing out money if it's not going to be to Kevin Love to go somewhere where he's worth it. That's the bottom line. I'm so <laughs> sick of seeing people like Darko Milicek get $5 million. That fool is nothing but garbage. Yeah. I just, I laugh at shit like that. I'm going, you've got to be kidding me. And, and not only that, don't pay them this money, and then you get on TV talking about we broke, nigga. You ain't broke. This money to subpar players. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. The whole I'm broke thing is bullshit. Um, Larry, man, what you got any thoughts about this team, man? Off the gate. Um, I, you know, maybe something. I'm really confused about the Mike Conley signing as well. I haven't got to see a ton of Grizzlies basketball, but nothing I know about Mike Conley from what I have seen. And just reading the stat line says $40 million. All um, right. Hey, Mark Gasol, that's fine. I got no problem with getting him oh, paid. Yeah. Um, with you on that. He, Shit, Rajon Rondo's only getting $11 million next year. That's like he's barely getting more than this kid. Get yeah. real. I've seen them play several times in person. Uh, the one thing that sticks out to me about the Grizzlies every time I see him, OJ Mayo, man, he is a consummate professional basketball player. Like, he's just good. He's efficient and he's good. He's just kind of good at everything. And, and he's aggressive too. Like, he can shoot. But I never really feel like he's forcing it, man, which is kind of odd, you know, because you don't really see guys that put up good numbers and are known as shooters that don't force shots. And, uh, I, that guy is really, he's really impressed me, man. I really didn't think he was going to be able to come into the league. Uh, I thought, like that. I thought he was overrated. And, uh, I was wrong. That guy, he's, he's got, he's got the, he's a real deal. Well, for me, Rob, keep it, keep in mind, OJ's been a pretty professional athlete, um, since before he got to the NBA. So, I mean, he already knows how to go out there and who for that money, baby. He's out there trying to get that check. He can get checks, you know what I'm saying? Before he got to the NBA. He just got that big check now. USC, USC basketball players tend to be very well conditioned and not as uppity as the football squad. But, you know, you got people that they are uppity. Every last one of those fools is uppity. Liner, Carson Palmer, Booty, all of them are uppity. I all think that they're entitled. They all think that, you know, they deserve more can than they Can you be an uppity white man? I didn't know you could even be that. So I can at least give the USC basketball squad over their props. Well, speaking of money, 
they also managed to pay Rudy Gay this offseason with a max contract. God damn, they're pushing <laughs> off his pen for charity. I interviewed him at Team USA. He's a nice kid, too. What, what are they doing for charity? He's auctioning off his pen that he signed the contract with for charity. <laughs> wow. Oh. Wow. It's got to be nice. <laughs> it's, it can't, it's not as cool as... Uh, it's not as cool as Artest selling his ring, but yeah, but that's that's pretty damn cool without it. He's he's like I should not have gotten this contract anyway. I'm selling this pen. Yeah, if I could have bought it, man, I could have got a buy. I don't know what they was drinking or snorting, but I took the money off this pen. It ain't worth that much. And, and, and we all know, uh, you know, Ron's mentally ill, so I don't like him selling his ring because, like, I think somebody told him to do it. He's like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's, like, he's like that uh, that that guy that gets a social security check and his mother's taking advantage of him. Like I think that's what <laughs> All right, well let me add one more thought about the Grizzlies before we move on, and that's right. um, what is the deal with Zach Randolph's legal situation? Because he got he got accused of being the kingpin of Indiana this this all season for selling drugs, and he had like. A bunch of uh, SUVs with hidden compartments in it and all this stuff. Was, <laughs> that's the dude? Yeah, that's Zach Randolph. Oh. Uh, dude that looked like Eddie Winslow. He's, he's like the ah. basketball version of Michael Vick. Got all kinds of issues. Yeah, ah. and I, I want to know. I want to know what's up with his trial because before I feel comfortable saying these dudes can make any type of leap, I need to know that he's not going to be locked up in January. I know it's so. Because he was moving away. Nah, he got owed to him to be screwing around like that and if you ask me but i don't know anything about it i'm not getting involved i can't yeah. be, i I'm, I'm, I'm on good with the pr staff over at the grizz i gotta keep my mouth <laughs> okay, slander. i don't blame you keep your name clean keep your name clean but larry well, I'm, I'm not yeah, yeah, yeah well i'm not <laughs> uh, they don't give a shit about me over at the grizz so <laughs> like, um you know i mean you know these situations never necessarily look good but like you said i'll give them that um i'm gonna give them they run because he's got enough money to keep this out of court until off season. So um, he'll call it out. I mean, he's have lawyers. They, he'll be able to go out there and contribute like he always does, and they'll they'll be able to put on a decent run. He'll be out there all year. All right, cool. So, all right, let's move up one more. Talk about Larry and Houston Rockets. Uh, yes, sir. They got the return of Yao Ming. <laughs> Man, there's a thing that they always, you know, I gotta say, Larian, I always root for them, and, you know, but they made a huge, huge mistake getting rid of Carl Landry. Huge. Yeah, I didn't like that move. Um, And and I was telling them, we we actually tried this one time before. When you look at this old entire roster, it's just, it's like a roster of role players. And we just don't have that star. Like, people people were really amped. And I knew better when we played the Lakers. Like, oh, man, the Rockets are real. Man, we're really good. We're really well built for one player to come in and take us to that next level, which is why I was praying for Carmelo. Um, but apparently he wants to go to the East Coast. Um, but, I mean, yeah, you look at the entire roster. I mean, it's, it's a lot of good players, good, solid players. Landry was a big loss. I don't, I don't know exactly. I, I don't know if they think... Uh, you know, Patterson is that real? Like they thinking he really gonna be able to step in and, and fill that kind of a void? Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm always literally about doing that. Period. Huh? Patterson's too young. So would you oh, guys? You, I, I definitely take a proven. I take a, any guy who's been out there proving a few things to me before I'm gonna take a, a rookie. So would y'all say that they're they're rebuilding? Then they're starting over? Yeah. 
kind of. There's a lot. Well, I mean, yeah, the, kind of, the, like, the only problem with that is there's a lot of salary on that team, too. So I would say they are rebuilding because, you know, there's a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of people who have to kind of revive with one another. Yao hasn't played with them the whole time. Right. Kevin Martin got brought in late. You know, you got, you gotta, you gotta have everybody feel each other out all over again because you haven't had a consistent time in which everyone has played together. They haven't had a whole season yet together. And, you know, Yao just coming back and him trying to get in the fold. I mean, Yao really only serves one purpose. He's not out there shooting bunnies from, you know, 20 feet out. Right. It's, it's, it is what it is, but, you know, everybody still has to kind of revive and you have to re, reacclimate the whole, the whole team, especially after you had a consistent squad every night, night in and night out, which by the way, won me a shitload of money last season, so thank you. <laughs> I just wanna. I love, I love living in Vegas because I can, I can walk right down the street to the sports book and be like, yo, and I'll take a hundred at plus 190 on the Rockets. Alright, sweet. Fuck <laughs> on. I just wanna. I just want to throw out two quick thoughts that I have about the Rockets. One, I think their GM, Daryl Morey, is very, very overrated. And it's all because, like, a lot of writers for the NBA, you like, to do it, you have to be in the stats. And you kind of have to be a stat geek. And he's a stat geek, but he has a GM job. And people fall in love with every move he makes, but I don't feel like this roster has gotten that much better since he's been there. It's just, he's kind of, yeah, you're right, he is, but he has, like, he's one of those, like, evil geniuses where, you know, like, he's got a plan in mind. Him and Cuban are weird like that. They're kind of like the opposites. You know, Cuban's got a stat geek guy on the, on, on the payroll, and then Maury's, like, his own stat geek guy. So, it's just, it's just, it's weird. You know, they all have, like, an evil genius kind of deal about them where that all comes into play in picking who they pick, right. and then they, you know, kind of look at them when they practice and see how they vibe with the rest of the team. And, you know, I I kind of agree with you in the, in the sense that Maury is a little overrated, you know, especially right. given away. I'm, I'm not I'm not over the Carl Landry thing. I'm not going right. to be over the Carl Landry thing for quite a while. <laughs> no. But, but the thing is, obviously, you know, um, you know, method to his madness in that regard. And and I think he's he's going to do something else. From what I heard, um, who was it? I'm trying to think. It was... Uh, I think they would, the, I heard a rumor that they were, tr- they were gonna try to trade Luis Scola for Sheed wow. earlier in the, like during the summertime. For Sheed, before he retired. For Sheed, who? Wow. Oh for my Sheed god. Wallace. That's, that's not crazy. a genius move. That's crazy. Oh, that's not, that's not, that is the opposite of genius. Luis Scola is probably the most consistent player we got on the team. Why the hell we trade him for a Sheed Wallace? Yeah, that's just, I, I mean, my main thing with Maury is... That's my point. That's my point. It's the fact that everybody... I'm saying evil genius in the right. sense that he makes certain moves that are great. And then other times you're like, what on earth are you thinking? Because he was trying to obviously free up some cash. Right. If, if he would like to impress me and free up cash, he would get rid of Yao Ming. That would be very impressive to me. That's a trick, Dave. $17 million. Seventeen million dollars. She definitely. I ain't nobody gonna argue with this. That's just injury, walking injury. So we do not need to pay him any more dollars. <laughs> well, the so thing with we'll take him. the thing with Yao Ming is yeah. that I don't know that 
<laughs> that he's tradable right now. Like mm-hmm. I don't know that anybody would touch that contract. <laughs> not, not a seventeen million dollars. I mean, yeah. it's only for this year. It's his last year on the contract. But yeah, like the only way somebody's taking the only way someone's taking that contract is to take it and drop it off the books and let him go. No one's taking that contract with him with it with trying to re-sign him or anything like that. But um. <laughs> That all right, so that was my first thought. I think Maury's overrated. I don't think he's terrible. I just think he's overrated, and he's he's very in the stats. He's in the, this thing about the area of the court that you score in and things like that. And you know he has a lot of cool looking stats. But I watch that team and I go not impressed. And then um, <laughs> the, and then the second point I did want to make, and you kind of, you guys both kind of hit on it. I like Luis Scola. Um, right now he's averaging 27 points a game. Oh my goodness. That, that is, a 14 rebounds, that's crazy to me. I mean, I know it's only three games. I say trade him. I say trade him for Rasheed Wallace. That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> that's genius. <laughs> that's genius. That's what the fuck he is. Luis <laughs> <laughs> You know, you like my heart just telling me that. We should trade him Luis Cola for Rasheed Wallace. You know what's wrong with that guy? He missing the most important stat. That's, uh, the, um, the W. Look at the fuck about all these. they could get something more but i mean obviously that didn't happen so maybe he was just floating it out there or whatever i know that um maury does that a lot where he'll float out a couple names and go hey what would their you know what would this trade look like but he doesn't he doesn't pull the trigger on everything um all right so we got to talk about the old man the spurs um these now the spurs man i I don't know how you guys feel i mean i know people call them boring and and they are a boring team yes they are you know i can't lie but they just aren't moving my meter for the last couple years it's like they've been skating by on being named the spurs and tim duncan just never looked old like he's looked the same since he came in the league. He, was, yeah, he never looked older. <laughs> yeah, he never looked older. He was old school since he came in the league, and that's because he learned so late. So <laughs> I, I think, like, uh, I think the old cats down at the, the, you know, the, the park was the ones who taught him how to play. <laughs> <laughs> he has no street ball in his game at all, which is which is beautiful. I like seeing that. That's great. But yeah, it, it keeps him nice and boring and uninteresting. And uh, you know, that team's old, like you're saying too. Um, and then the younger guys they are bringing in are kind of yeah, yeah I, contributions. I think we lost Jackie for some reason, but we'll just keep going, man. Um, yeah, the Spurs do for me are a boring team. Like for one, I don't I don't like watching them. Um, and then also, man, they're just not very uh, like they don't make moves that make me go, okay, they picked up this guy, now it's back on. No, you know what no. I'm saying? Right, right. Like at least What's the Celtics. Um, at least the Celtics made some moves that made me go, okay, they, they, they're ready to get back in the game. They, they're not, they're not, it's not over for them. Right. I think with the Spurs, and you kind of see some things out there, I think they just keep thinking that they're going to be able to, um, and they are able to compete with the core of Duncan, Ginobili, and Parker, but can they win it all with that core? I, I'm going to say no just because of, because of age and, uh, with Duncan Agent, I, I like Ginobili, um, but the problem with Ginobili is he's kind of, you know, 
he's that wild card. He's gonna go off that night to really be a, to really be help to you, or he kind of get lost in the fray sometimes. Um, right. And then and then with Parker, you know, he he's a great point guard. He's improved his shooting and everything. But at the end of with him, you know, he has some injury issues as well. And then who they had around him, like you said, Richard Jefferson. That was a big pickup. Right. And that ain't panning out. DeJuan Blair is probably on, on, on quite a step, probably the best player on that team on the low. Yeah, I like DeJuan Blair. As far as the future goes. As far as the future goes, yeah. Yeah, I like DeJuan Blair. I, I, I worry about him not having any ligaments left in his knees. That can't be a good look. But, uh, yeah, he, he, he you know, you're right because I'm, I'm big on the injury thing, but he played last year. I didn't even miss anything really last year. Uh, I can um, check real quick, but, uh, I don't, off the top of my head, I don't remember him missing a lot of time. It's just, no, I don't, I don't think he missed nothing. Yeah, I think it's more of a, uh, I would be more worried about a production standpoint and like how long are you gonna, can he keep that up? You know, like, how long can he keep that Yeah, I mean, no ligaments. He played 80, they got him, well, that's the whole thing. I seen him at 85 minutes last year. He played 80, He played all of them. He played all 80, okay, yeah. So, I mean, you know, if you can give him, if you can give him six years, that's not too bad. Yeah, for and a second round pick. Right, and when he gets out there, he does his thing. He yeah, said I agree. earlier, but it was the it was the me thing. They were thinking like me. They were like, eh, I don't know, man. Yeah, I, I mean. Playing basketball, being on the court. Yeah, I mean, but you're right, though. It's, it says a lot about that team, though, when DeJuan Blair is their most impact. Like, he's the player that you would actually go, oh, I want to watch him play. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, damn, dog, what happened to y'all? Y'all fell off. I thought they were going to trade Tony Parker, man, and for some reason they didn't pull the trigger on that. But uh, he's actually been having injury problems for the last couple of years. So, right. I mean, that's just, I think that team is doomed. Where they're not, like, everyone keeps getting on their dick whenever they win a couple games in a row. They are not back to normal. They are not going back to the finals. It's over for them. They need to add somebody, and it needs to be somebody really good. Yeah, and they're going to have to rebuild, but it's going to be hard to rebuild until, like, Duncan retires and all that. Right. It's real hard to make those type of changes. Yeah, I agree completely. Maybe they have one of those owners that are just kind of like really are like he, he might have just surprised they won titles and right. just went oh shit we won like remember the Marlins like <laughs> like when a team that you don't expect to win and you know just does it and yeah. you go oh okay so he's like well I don't give a shit I'm not spending you know I'm not trying to make that happen I'm just want people to show up and Tim Duncan and, and uh, Tony Parker. And Ginobili will get people to at least show up and put money in, a, in his pocket. So, uh, yeah. I'm with you. I don't see anything major happening where they're really trying to make that happen. Duncan will retire, and they're going to be a really horrible team, and then they'll have to climb from the bottom. Yeah, it's just weird, man, because they stay banged up, man. And it's and they're and they're 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 a team that's younger than you think, but oh, but play older than they are. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, Manu Ginobili's only been in the league eight years, but I feel like he's 55 years old. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Tony Parker well, yeah, is very young. Over, what, like 25 or something like that. He comes yeah. from uh, Argentina. Like, yeah, he's like 25, 26 years old. So, yeah, and yeah, I, he, he, same and the same thing with uh, Tony Parker. He's he's a young ass dude. He's born in 1982, but I still. Look at him play, and I go, man, you've been in the league for nine years, dude. You're an old ass man. And, and his dirty <laughs> ass face, his dirty ass face. Yeah, <laughs> looks like a dirty old man. Yeah, yeah you know the same thing. Um, yeah, and I won't go on that tangent at all because we were talking about this briefly the other day. Same thing with Kobe. Um, you know, he's still a young man, but he, he's got a lot of NBA miles on his legs. So, right. 
it doesn't your age will kind of it, it rapidly uh, tear down your health when you're out there running around for 82 games. Right. Yeah, I agree, man. And then of course the last team in this division, I don't. I mean, I got my Spurs. Honestly, they they are a boring ass team, man. Yes, like, they <laughs> are. And statistically, because the year they won the finals, they broke ratings for the lowest white finals ever. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's a good point. You're right. You know what's funny about that? I am usually very, very, like, you know, especially when we get to playoff time. You know what I'm saying? I'm all about the NBA um, when we get down to that. And I literally remember going to one. <laughs> was that the year that they played the uh, Pistons? Uh, they had a year where they played the Cavs. They had a year uh, where they played, uh, the Pistons, and they had a year where they played the Nets, I believe. I, I want. See what? I want. I, I wonder which one was statistically the lowest. I would guess the Pistons. Yes, because that's just that's just ugly, boring basketball all around the game. The I can imagine nobody wanting to watch that shit. I definitely remember going, yeah, who won? I remember that. Yeah. All right, so the last team in this division is the Dallas Mavericks. And, of course, you know, we all know Dallas sucks as far as winning the title because they got cheated that one time. Oh, like, 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 it's like they we... got cheated? Yeah, man, when they fucking lost to the Heat, man, and Dwayne Wade and the refs took on the Mavericks. It was, it was kind of fucked up. <laughs> I don't say that. I wouldn't say that. And I'm not even a Wade fan. Wade just, he had some, the spirit of Jordan, like, within him on that game. He was in some of those games. Do you know who holds the record? Do you know who holds the record for the most free throws attempted in NBA Finals history? I'm going to guess Dwayne Wade. Right. <laughs> right. In a six-game series. In a six-game series. Not even in a seven-game series. And that's over Jordan. Come on, man. Come you on. know what? I, I was talking to um, I was talking to a partner of mine. I think we was watching the game. And I think it was the the game where they were playing the uh, Celtics. Yeah, first game of the season. Um, and he definitely pulled that lean into you bullshit right. and looked at the refs crazy all day. So I'm gonna commend the NBA for saying, "Hey, watch, watch Wade with that shit." Like, cause right. he will just run up, jump, and lean into you and just be like, "Hey, I want to foul." Um, so I guess, yeah, maybe he did get away with some stuff. But at the same time, the Mavericks had that, and they, they shouldn't have never let it I go. mean, they was up 2-0, you know what I'm saying? And everybody thought it was a wrap. But, uh, I, I mean, the main thing I have for the Mavericks is just, I feel for them brothers. You know what I'm saying? Because after that, <laughs> it was like they swag was gone, dog. They entire soul was gone over that, that way they lost that, that one series. They have never, to me, been a team that threatens for a title since then. Nope, absolutely not. And, and, they, and the thing is, is, I don't know. I will give this. Cuban obviously tries. Yeah. Um, yeah. He throws a lot he, of money around. Yes. Yeah, he's got to. He's got to get somebody in this corner that really knows what they're doing. Though. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, behind Tyson Chandler. Ah, I'm just Tyson Chandler. Yeah, and and, and I see you on that. And my biggest thing about it is that. Mark Cuban looks at it from a fan perspective instead of looking at it from a general manager's or a supervisor perspective. Your view is going to be totally, totally different. You're going to look at aspects that a fan is not going to look at, and you're going to think of the future of the team and not just right now. Right, yeah. Um, My main thing with them is that, you know, they're another team that 
when you look at their roster, they only have old motherfuckers and young motherfuckers. Like, yeah, that's they don't have a lot of tweeners. They don't have a lot of tweeners. Yeah, and, and, and one thing I noticed too, because we were just talking about this, um, and, and actually the site I'm looking at, and that's why I kind of threw out some of the salary stuff, which I already knew some of it. Right. They're like the only team I see on here with like only three people in the hundred thousand level. Everybody else is a, the lowest guy. It's still like a million there. Right. You got to figure out a way because uh, you know to cut the spending to actually improve on the quality of the team that they're putting together. Chandler's not a horrible pickup. Um, you know, and then they got Brandon, uh, Brandon Haywood. Which, yep. I mean, it, it helps round him out. I think he's trying, but I think somebody has to kind of, if it's possible, he kind of reminds me of the, um, Al Davis of basketball. Like, I don't think you can tell this dude nothing. I think somebody was trying to say, hey, you know, I, I think this will work, but it might get better out there if we did this instead. Um, yeah, I but think the team isn't a very pretty team either, though, as far as like style points and everything. You got Terry. And you got the whiskey as far really as we're talking about going out there and putting in buckets. The rest of them are, you know, kind of scrappy guys who go out there and do some things here and there. And it, the thing is that, that that kills me is at every position where I feel like, okay, this is your this is where you need to have an advantage. They're either too young or too old, like at its extreme. You know, it's like point guard. Yeah, Jose Barea or Jason Kidd. I didn't realize this kid been me sixteen years. Yeah, yeah. And I wow. mean you know, you look at uh the power forward position. You can go with Dirk, who's been in the league twelve years, or Steve Novak. Wow. Four years. <laughs> Sean Marion. Yeah, Sean Marion, eleven years. Like it's you just you got these weird like when you run into a Paul Gasol, he's going to bust your ass, and, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 and there's nothing you can do about that, man. And then they got, like, the Lakers just seem to have, and I'm, I'm bringing up the Lakers because that's the only team in the West I feel like you, every team has to look at themselves and say, can we beat the Lakers? And everybody in this division we talked about, I think they all have to say no. Yeah, the answer to the that question is no, because at the end of the day, man, you got to have something for Gasol. You got to have something for these players to step up and and can trade in and out of these spots. Like you said, you're either very old or very young, so either you got the experience, but you know when you old, you don't move as quick, and then you got these people with the inexperience, and they just eat them up. Right. So, alright, man, let me, um, go ahead and close up the show, cause I think what we found out here is that none of these niggas can beat the Lakers. And so, really, yeah. really none of these dudes matter, but, um. And something else we found out. Go ahead, Kevin. And something else we found out is that Larry and Half the best Skype. Yeah. <laughs> he laughed yeah. until the end of the podcast. Yeah, Larry, Larry can come Larry. back. Yes. Larry, <laughs> Larry, 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 Larry and Skype. Larry and Skype's secret is that Larry is connected via Verizon. I'm with the network, baby. I am calling <laughs> you guys from my phone. I'm on the phone right now. I'm not. Right. Uh, I'm not calling through the computer. So yeah, well, I don't I'm know. Um, to everybody who wants to do it, if you have Verizon, it's an option. So. Yeah, Chick Chick had a really good connection too. I mean, her shit went all the way from New Jersey through the tunnel. I know through the bus line. <laughs> <laughs> on the bar. I know she point. had the underground railroad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we was hearing all kinds of stuff in the background. I'm waiting on slave transfers. Let me give everybody. Let me give everybody a plug, even though everybody's not here right now. First of all, Chick Finger Fingers MD. Chick Fingers MD. Is was our first guest. Follow her on Twitter. That's her Twitter name. Uh, Twitter name. 
and it's fingers f-i-g-a-z or f-i-n-g-a-z mm-hmm. um if she was here, I would have got it right, but, you know. Um, yeah, we, we love you. I'm just picking at you. We love you. Um, <laughs> but uh, anyway, man, she she's off the hook, as you guys saw, and um, we, we're gonna have we're gonna have her back, and hopefully we'll have her on a day where she can be stationary in <laughs> one room, and, and y'all won't have to hear the train coming through your house and wonder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, looking around, you going? Am I on the train? <laughs> yeah. Um, and her website is net got next dot net. So that's N E T N E X T uh I'm sorry, N E T G O T N E X T dot N E T. Next uh oh my god. Next got next dot net. And then we have Jackie, uh, who is, her website is thatsportsbabe.com. Mm-hmm. Um, check her out. She also has a, um, a site on Blog Talk Radio, uh, where she talks with these guys from Boston about basketball and whatnot. So definitely check her out, man. We Me appreciate too. her coming through. Um, I know it's kind of difficult with some technical difficulties. We kind of did this thing last minute. But, you know, what I feel is that this is the most ignorant NBA podcast of all time. Yes, you're not going to get this on your local AM station. Yes, you're not here. (laughs) You won't be here people calling Kevin Martin that little nigga. That's not going to (laughs) happen. And uh, also, let me plug my man Larian, um, the the champion of the the, uh, whole podcast who made it through the end. Um, I don't know. Are we doing the process of elimination? Yeah, Larry is the strongest. Yes, I'm, I'm, working, I'm working my way. I'm gonna take this. I'm gonna take the, the NBA one, and then I'm telling you, I'm gonna be. We're gonna be the black guys until podcast. Me and he's the dark skin brother because he's here, but I'm the light skin. We both wear glasses. Um, both it. Come on, stage looking Negroes, you know what I'm saying? So I, 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 we're going to rock out together, man. <laughs> and you know they already say we look alike anyway, so you can join us. Yeah, you have it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So Larry inside the Jail Right Radio. You can just hit him yeah. up and uh, let him know that, uh, you know, you guys like his show. Go to uh, go to Blog Talk Radio, search for Yeah Right Radio, or you can just search for Larry and actually. Um, I found, I searched for Larry, his site comes up, and, uh, they do the show. You still doing it on Mondays? Yeah, man, we, we, we working on it, um, technical difficulties, the same thing, man, people's schedules and all this. This, this is the thing, the bigger the show gets, the bigger the guests get, the harder it is to nail people down. And I'm not Hollywood enough to get certain people nailed down, but we working, man. I got some big guests lined up, actually, um, but it's just, it's just getting them nailed down, so. Uh, yeah, we, we, we doing that. Sunday mornings, we're doing the, uh, we're doing the sports podcast, yeah, right, radio sports. Um, just a little something different, cause I, I know I get sick of listening to, uh, NFL, people talk about the NFL for five hours before the games on yeah. game day. Um, that's enough for that. So, it's just to be a little alternative, anybody want to do that, check it out Sunday mornings at 1130 to 1. So, we'll just take you in the kickoff and then you can watch football. Alright, cool, man. And also, you know, make sure you check us out, theblackouttips.com. Make sure you go over to the right-hand side of the blog and click on that donate button. Uh, Facebook, iTunes, Podomatic, search for the Blackout Tips. Uh, leave us a comment on our episodes. Uh, email us, theblackouttips at gmail. And you can also, uh, hit, uh, you can also call the show 704-557-0186. Leave us a voicemail. We will, uh, respond to those on Saturdays. Um, and, uh, you know, I think that pretty much sums up the most ignorant 
recap of the Southwest Division that you're going to hear this year. Ever. Yeah. So, until next time, I love you. You too, baby. Mwah.